the on that empty net goal, uh, it seemed like the you went to the bench just as a as a line change was starting. Was was there some kind of a miscommunication there? Like how did that shake out? I don't think so. No. There was no miscommunication. Like how do you how do you pick your timing for when to go to the bench there? I don't make the call. It's the coach. <laughs> We're going to talk about that quote confusion and much more on this episode of Locked on Kraken. You are Locked on Kraken. Your daily podcast on the Seattle Kraken. Part of the Locked on Podcast Network. Your team every day. We are the Seattle Kraken. Hey, Seattle Kraken hockey fans, Eric Lindsay Ayala, your host of Locked on Kraken, and I want to thank you for making Locked on Kraken your first listen of the day. You heard from Philip Grubauer a little bit about what he was asked, well, he was asked, I should say, about the, quote, confusion that happened when he went off uh, for in, in favor of the extra skater, um, the Seattle Kraken were down at the time five to four looking to get an equalizer late in the third period. They end up going down six to four after that confusion and then let up another empty net goal. I had some thoughts also just about pulling the goalie. I don't know. I I, I mean, I get, I get why you want to pull the goalie for the advantage, but with a team like the Seattle Kraken, and at the time that Grubauer was pulled, not just at the moment uh, where it maybe got caught in a, a line change, but with as much time as there was left, only being down one goal, that seemed like a risky move to me. Given that, we can't even get it done at even strength. So I know there are a lot of different philosophies about pulling the goalie, but it didn't really make a lot of sense to me. But here's what I had to say after the game. In their return to Climate Pledge Arena to open up their homestand, Jared McCann returns from COVID protocol and scores two goals for the Seattle Kraken. But ultimately, they fall 7-4 to four to the Anaheim Ducks. My name is Erica Lindsay Ayala, your host of Locked on Kraken. We're going to break this one down for Friday's episode, including the decision to pull Philip Grubauer perhaps a little bit too early in the third period. That left the Seattle Kraken down two goals, and ultimately the Anaheim Ducks score two empty netters to make the score 7-4 to to get the win. Seattle Kraken still in single digits in points and at the bottom of the barrel in the Pacific Division. Let's talk about it tomorrow, Friday, on Locked on Kraken. All right, so I, I jazzed that up a little bit for you on TikTok. For those who may not know, I really try to create all of my content to be as accessible as possible so I can kind of create those um, captions in things like TikTok and stuff like that. So that's why I posted that one up there. But, you know, let's let's talk about this a little bit. You know, Philip Grubauer got pulled from the net. Oh, I want to say it was... Well, the goal came at the 239 mark, but I want to say somewhere within three minutes left, 
I didn't get the timestamp, but somewhere within three minutes left, Philip Grubauer gets pulled. And again, <laughs> the Seattle Kraken don't have great numbers at even strength. We see that they consistently give up goals, silly goals. And so having an empty net, knowing that this team um, gets their pocket picked and that teams are able to essentially, after turnovers and in transition or on the rush, are able to score against Seattle, I just didn't feel comfortable and confident seeing Grubauer get pulled. So let me know what you think, folks. Uh, you can hit me up at Locked on Kraken, not just only if you think I don't know anything about hockey, but if you want to teach me a few things about hockey, that's a little bit of a snide remark. But thank you to the loyal fans. I appreciate you listening in. And, you know, I try to have fun with this. I don't know everything. Heck no, I certainly do not. But I try to have fun with it and give you my perspective on the game. So anyway, let me know what you think about Philip Grubauer being pulled. I thought the timing was a little bit off. You heard um, in some of the recap, and I'll leave this in the show notes because actually Andy Ide was the independent NHL contributor uh, from Sound of Hockey podcast. Might might have heard of him. But uh, Andy Ide did a write-up, and I'm uh, looking at the videos in Andy's recap that were placed in there. So definitely go check that out. There was a little bit of history made for the Seattle Kraken and certainly for the Anaheim Ducks. So we're going to get into that. But that's the one thing that really stood out to me. This was an odd game. I saw people on Twitter saying it was bizarre. It truly was bizarre. So let's do a quick, um, you know, goal by goal recap for you. I didn't talk about it too much in the preview that I just played. Um, but the Seattle Kraken, they fell behind and they were behind the entire game. Never caught the lead, never caught up to Anaheim, but it was Mason McTavish at 442 gets the scoring started in the first. If you watched my live stream with Jason Hernandez, I talk about it. I really like to see that period by period breakdown and Seattle Kraken has to get it done in the first and the third period. Usually they're pretty good in the second. We'll see what they did in the second period in this game in just a bit. But giving up early goals, a goal with in the first five minutes of the game, the Seattle Kraken, Mason McTavish, unassisted. And some of these goals, again, were bizarre, were odd. Um, but anyway, that's McTavish, his second goal of the season, unassisted in the first period. Then Anaheim goes up two to nothing again, an early goal within the first three, well, almost three minutes at three ten. within the first five minutes of the second period, the Seattle Kraken relent again, this time to Troy Terry. So remember we talked about Troy Terry on the live stream with JD Hernandez. Uh, if you haven't watched that, look in the show note links. And if you're watching on YouTube, I'll place the card is it here or over here? Uh, so you can click that card if you want to go over to the live stream. Had a lot of fun. We also, of course, talked about what's happening oof, with the Anaheim Ducks and their front office. Anyway, so the good thing is that the Seattle Kraken scored twice in the second period. So again, amp amping up their numbers in the second period, that tends to be the period that the Seattle Kraken 
are able to get their legs underneath them. It's a it's a very odd thing. I guess Seattle likes to feel out the game. The problem is it's one thing to feel out the game and be able to test your opponent. You see that a lot, especially early in the season. But the Seattle Kraken, they're not feeling anything out. They, I don't even know if they're feeling, if they can feel their own legs. Like it just looks like Seattle is out of sorts a lot of times, more often than not in the first period. And even when they can get something going in the first period, then they're not getting it done defensively. And so the score is, it balloons, kind of like we saw in the Arizona game. Arizona gets their first win against the Seattle Kraken because, you know, there was just goals on goals on goals in like the first minute and a half, (laughs) definitely under five minutes. Um, It's just, it's weird. Anyway. Troy Terry gets that. Jordan Eberle, though, gets the Seattle Kraken within one. That's his third goal of, or excuse me, Jaden Schwartz. I uh, We'll talk about Jordan Eberle a little bit later. Jaden Schwartz gets his third goal of the season. It's good to see Schwartz getting involved. I was talking about shots uh, the other day when we talked about the loss. Um, to who are we playing? Oh, to Las Vegas. Not a lot of folks getting shots. Uh, Turbo, where you at, Turbo? We need you to, you know, hit the the superpower button and and get it going. Anyway, Jaden Schwartz gets the Seattle Kraken within one with three forty at the three forty five mark in the second period. But then about three minutes later, uh, you get another goal from Anaheim. So they go up 3-1, and then Jared McCann, I talked about him in my Locked On Now that went up on social media. He gets his fourth goal of the season coming back from COVID protocol. He talked about, you know, feeling good. Uh, Unfortunately, COVID protocol and injuries have had a lot of players from the Seattle Kraken in and out of the lineup. Almost everybody from the Seattle Kraken talked about that yesterday, but they also said they're not making excuses. Jared McCann, uh, a perfect example right there. He would score again in the third period. Um, but the Seattle Kraken would be down four to two, even after the goals from Schwartz and McCann. They let up two goals, scored two goals. So it, basically, the second frame was equaled out. I mentioned Jordan Eberly. He got the scoring started at the 357 mark in the third period. So now the Seattle Kraken are in striking distance. They are trailing Anaheim four to three. But then about six minutes later, Lindholm gets his first goal of the season. Now it's five, three Seattle, or excuse me, Seattle is trailing Anaheim five to three, but McCann comes up big again. Exactly a minute later, Jared McCann gets a goal. All right, now we're in striking distance. And then this is where it got funky. We talked about Philip Grubauer being pulled. And then Troy Terry again gets another goal. I mentioned Andy Eide. We talked about it with J.D. Hernandez. But I want to let you know about some of the streaks that we saw happening in this game. Andy writes... Uh, Troy Terry's point streak is the longest for the Ducks since Getzlov had a 12-game run February 8th through 28th uh, of 2016. The Ducks record the Ducks record. Excuse me, the Ducks record what? The Ducks record is 19 games by Corey Perry in 2009-10. So the point streak is it keeps going, and you heard JD Hernandez. Uh, project how long he think the, he thinks the point streak will continue again check out the card here or in the show notes for the link to our live 
preview, um, which is now dated, but we did a live stream preview of this game and JD, you're looking good so far. Another streak though is for Eberly. He scored in four straight games, a goal in four straight games, and that's matching his NHL career high. We are seeing a lot of Eberly post game and we're seeing a lot of frustrated Eberly. Once again, um, you know, he and McCann just, um, Talking about how the team's got to be sharp. Even Philip Grubauer said, listen, uh, you know, uh, Gruby said, I don't think we're playing to our capabilities. Um, and then McCann added, you can't play hockey tight. So again, the Seattle crack and the frustration that's coming from the club right now is that they know that they can play better, but they're not doing better. I talk about weak side defense so much, so much, so much. One of the goals that we saw, the first goal actually, uh, is you see that, um, and you know the the highlight is McTavish fortunate break because uh, it was a turnover first of all by the Seattle Kraken. So now McTavish is coming in to the offensive zone on the rush, and Vince Dunn was there, and he gets so the the. Anaheim Ducks get a shot on Grubauer. He makes the save, but gives up a rebound. And for the first time in forever, sorry, had to do it. But for the first time, I actually saw the Seattle Kraken defense. They had someone on the weak post. It was Vince Dunn. Now here's the fortunate break for McTavish, the unfortunate break for the Seattle Kraken. Vince Dunn goes to clear, and he clears the puck right into the shin of McTavish. So no, we don't have another skate gate, but it definitely is a lower body goal, if you will. And you, you saw this, just like things like that, or... One of the goals uh, was either the second or third period. I'm forgetting which goal right now. But you see that another turnover, Seattle Kraken give up another turnover. The Ducks coming on the rush. Philip Grubauer is screened. He gets screened, and it was Geo, and it might have been, I forget who the other defender was, but it was definitely Geo. And, you know, there's a player also uh, for the Ducks in front of Gruby. But here's why I wanted to bring that up. Some of these goals for the Ducks in a 7-4 to four win came because there were bodies in front of net. The Seattle Kraken almost never have bodies in front of net. Good things happen. It was even said in one of the, uh, in one of the broadcasts. Good things happen when you have bodies in front of net and not a lot of good is happening for the Seattle Kraken. So maybe add that to the top of your list, Dave Haxtell. If you want to say that it's not an urgency issue, uh, you know, he felt again that it, it wasn't uh, a lack of focus, or I forget exactly what he said. Um, but, you know, he's very, and I respect this to an extent, it's getting actually a little bit, tiresome if I'm being honest like he really protects his guy oh it's not that we're it's not a lack of focus it's not a lack of urgency oh this is what it was it's like oh you know it's it's not that you know we don't know each other that we're still feeling each other out well then what the heck is it Dave what the heck is going on you gotta let us know you gotta let us know what's going on because it's getting exhausting to see a similar type of play a lethargy 
hit this Seattle Kraken team. It's getting it's getting tiresome. Coming up next on Locked on Kraken, I'm going to get you ready because we have another game this weekend. We're going to hit the Minnesota. Oh, yeah. The Minnesota Wilds are coming to town. We're going to talk about that and what to expect next week for the Seattle Kraken and, of course, on Locked on Kraken. But right now, let me tell you about betonline.ag that is back and better than ever before with a new web interface for the start of basketball season. But don't worry. Even with a new web interface and a new website, BetOnline remains number one for all your basketball and football action this season. And if you head to the website and use promo code Locked On when you – when you sign in, you will get a 50% welcome bonus on your first sign in on your first deposit, a 50% welcome bonus when you use promo code locked on. That's what you got to punch in promo code locked on to receive your 50% welcome bonus from basketball, football, NHL, of course, boxing, and even your favorite Vegas casino games. Don't wait to take advantage of all the amazing offers available for the 2021 season. Bet online, the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your favorite sports. Bet online where the game starts. As always, I want to thank you for making Locked on Kraken your first listen of the day. I am your host, Erica Lindsay Ayala. I just talked about in the first block getting bodies in front. You got to get bodies in front, baby. It has to happen. And, you know, we've talked about this before. The Seattle Kraken just aren't doing it. They aren't getting it done. Now let's talk a little bit about the team stats. Um, So both teams were 0 for 1 on the power play. Both teams with nine PIMs or penalties in minutes. The Ducks led the way with 26 hits to the Seattle Kraken's 20 hits. You know, I hear folks talking about hits and how hits can be a driving force for other aspects of the game. The Seattle Kraken, you heard even in the locker room, you heard Dave Haxel talk about it, you know, mixing it up, fisticuffs to get things surging. The Seattle Kraken very often lead in hits against their opponent. Uh, For a while there, they were really racking up the PIMS penalty minutes. They, as of late, uh, not in this game, but as of late, have also been out shooting their opponents. In this game, the Seattle Kraken had 25 shots to 36 shots by the Anaheim Ducks. But you know what the difference was? You know I'm going to say it because it's worth repeating. 36 shots on net, many more bodies in front of net, many more goals for the Anaheim Ducks. So just take note, Seattle, take note. Anyway, so despite leading in shots every, uh, you know, a handful of times, despite leading in hits, the Seattle Kraken are not winning. Four wins on the season, four, nine, and one, the Ducks are eight, four, and three, and they are in sole possession of second place in the division. So I get that you want, and people expect hockey to be a certain kind of game. They want to see fights. They want to see hits. But if you're just hitting 
and the hit doesn't serve any purpose or the purpose that you think it's serving is not being fulfilled, you might need to rethink your game plan. And, you know, this is also because I watch a lot of women talking and hitting, of course, there's hitting in the game. It's just not an actual stat because it's technically not allowed, but it's a physical sport. It's a physical, like technically you can't hit in basketball. Does that mean there aren't hits in basketball, hip checks, elbows? Of course there's hits. But my point is, or what I'm talking out loud about is that are you measuring success on how many hits you have in a game or how many goals you have or how many points you have? Because, okay, congratulations, Seattle. You, you get all the hits, but you get none of the goals. So what the heck is going on? Change and rejigger, tilt the frame. Something has got to give for the Seattle Kraken team. Uh, you know, we also hear, you know, didn't win puck battles is what we're hearing post game. It's hard to dig out of a hole. Yeah, well, then don't get in a hole. Maybe focus and hunker down on defense. I don't know what the heck's going on in, on defense. There was a thread. Uh, it was late, so I didn't make note of it. But there was a thread of fans talking about that. Um, and, you know, people who follow the Seattle Kraken talking about that on social media. Like, what the heck? What the heck? We said we were building from the, the back out. Ron, Ronnie Francis, that's what you told us. That's what I've been saying. I like it because I like me some defense. But what the heck is going on? What the heck is going on? You know, Vince Dunn tries to clear a puck, goes into the shin, bounces back on Gruby. Okay. Screens in front of net. Sure. That's going to happen. But there's just like, ah, there's other things too. And also turnovers. Turnovers. Uh, a few people were asking if goaltending, you know, was the issue. They asked uh, Gruby that. They asked Dave Haxtell that. Philip Grubauer, um, 34 shots faced, 29 saves made. Again, it's five goals in. The the last two were empty net goals. But an 8-5-3, an 8-5-3 save percentage. You know, some of these are just fluky things. A screen, you know, that's one of his five goals. Uh, you know, your your defender accidentally trying to clear and it going into the shin. That's, you know, that brings his, his total down to three. So three goals. Three goals he let in. Proper. I mean... <laughs> With the way the Seattle Kraken score, because they have to always catch up and come from behind. If your goalie is only given the other team three opportunities at a solid goal, that's defense, baby. That's defense. That's taking care of the puck in the neutral zone and everywhere else. But certainly, like you see, as uh, the team's trying to escape the zone exits that they're coughing up the puck. They're coughing up the puck. That can't happen. That cannot happen. Can't happen. So coming up next, we will get into the schedule. I finally put my schedule on the wall. It's the first thing I've put on my wall in my new apartment is the Seattle Kraken schedule. That's interesting. Anyway, uh, <laughs> at least in this room, I should say in, in the office, 
slash workout room. I think my yoga wheel is behind me somewhere. Anyway, um, we're going to get into the schedule. We're going to talk a bit, a little bit about the Minnesota wild. Now here's the thing. We got to win against the Minnesota wilds. I'm going to be honest. I'm not confident. We're going to get another one without some changes. So we'll talk about that coming up next on locked on Kraken. But right now, let me tell you about built bar holiday season is coming up. And instead of grabbing for that extra slice of pie, pack yourself some built bars. We've got special limited edition flavors that are coming. Of course, you have the nine originals, the OGs that are deliciouser every day and every box that I get. Um, and of course, each bar is covered in 100% real chocolate, low calorie, low carb, low fat, and high protein. Built bars will keep you going even as you make your way through the internet or even uh, live stores, live shopping. Is that what I meant? I don't know. In-store shopping <laughs> for the holiday season for the Black Friday sales. So there's new surprises all month. Limited time flavors are arriving at built.com regularly, and we want you to get in on the action. So when you use promo code LOCKED15 at built.com, you will get 15% off your next order of built bars. That's right, LOCKED15 at built.com for 15% off your next order at built.com. Happy snacking. Okay, let's talk about the schedule. Let's talk about the standings. We'll go over the standings first since I'm already on NHL.com. Well, we already know Seattle's dead last. Um, Again, I mentioned it. They got 19 points. They're one point behind Anaheim, that is. They're one point behind the Edmonton Oilers on a six-game win streak. We gave them their sixth win in a row at Climate Pledge Arena. So the Anaheim Ducks also with a plus-nine goal differential. We certainly helped in that category a wee bit. Whereas Seattle... We're one of three teams, including Vancouver, who's just above us, and then Vegas, who's in fifth place. We are one of three teams with a negative goal differential. Negative 11. Oof. Oof. That's a lot. With yesterday's loss, we fall to 500 at home. After the Vegas game, a lot of the players, including or a lot of the players and Dave Haxtell talked about home ice advantage. Well, they're going to have to tilt the ice in their favor once again. That was talked about too, or, or the players were asked, hey, you've talked about home ice advantage, but you didn't start off well. Uh, you know, and that's when Haxtell said, you know, weren't able to push back and couldn't turn the first period around, just couldn't do it. Um, and talked about, even though there were some good things, including, you know, Everly Schwartz and Wenberg together, Yanni Gord was back in the game, but not a major contributor. We had talked about that before the, or at the, after the Vegas game, before and after the Vegas game, Yanni Gord back, Jared McCann back, uh, McCann, obviously an impact, but Yanni went to the tunnel back on the ice, but you know, 
need more impact players, need folks to step up. And they're three and three at home and a one, six, one record. Yikes. One, six, one on the road. So let's get some wins here. eh? That's a Canadian. eh? I don't know. That always is weird to me. Cause like, eh, and eh, there's like, I don't know, whatever. Not, not relevant, not relevant to the Seattle Kraken at all. Okay. So we've got Minnesota on Saturday, then have three days to recover and game plan before Chicago rolls into town. Then Gruby gets his revenge game against Colorado next Friday, the 14th before closing out the homestand against Washington and Carolina. So, all right, let's start with Minnesota. Minnesota right now sits at, um, nine, four and O six, nine, two win percentage. They are, they just lost a game. So maybe a little vulnerable. We saw that we were able to beat Minnesota, um, earlier in the season at climate pledge arena. So, I hope the same exact fans in every seat or who were at that first game come to the next game on Saturday. Do your part. (laughs) Um, So that's Minnesota. Then you have uh, Chicago and Colorado. So Chicago also, uh, Chicago and Colorado in the Central Division. Minnesota is second in the um, Central Division. Chicago seventh. They are sitting on a three, nine, and two record and actually have less points than us right now with eight points, a two, eight, six win percentage, a negative 19 goal differential, but they're on a two game win streak. We are not on a two game win streak. We need a win and we can get it against Chicago. Okay. Now Colorado is at 500 exactly as of today. They're on a one-game win streak. They're 5-5-1 five, five, and one on the season, 11 points. They're exactly equal uh, on goal differential. So as many goals as they give is as many as they make. That's what's going on with Colorado. Then we have Washington and Carolina. So we're jumping over to, uh, of course, the Eastern, Eastern Conference Metropolitan Division. And wouldn't you know it, Washington is in second place behind who? Carolina, both with a plus 500 win percentage, 692 for Washington Capitals, 909 for Carolina. So getting a win against one of these teams would be great. Statistically speaking, not expecting it. Washington has a plus 12 goal differential. Carolina with a plus 20, plus 2-0. So you got to get these wins against Minnesota and Chicago. Got to get wins. Have to. It has to happen. If you can squeak out a win between Colorado, Washington, and Carolina, great. But you got to win. The, the Seattle Kraken have got to find a way to win. I will be back a little bit this weekend, mostly on social media. So if you're not already, make sure you're following Locked on Kraken on social media. We'll have some media hits for you. Getting ready, of course, for the Minnesota Wild to swim on up to Climate Pledge Arena. And, of course, 
post-game reactions after that one. And then we'll get you ready again for Chicago and Colorado next week. Now, today, I know I mentioned that we're going to do the roundtable talking about what's happening in Chicago, speaking of Chicago, um, and the sexual assault allegations. That is, uh, we're expecting to have that come next week. We had to re-record the audio and the video just got a little bit funky and it's an important topic and we want to make sure we're doing it right. So next week I'll have updates on that and working on a few guests for you. It's been a while since I've had a guest on Locked on Kraken. So all of that and more coming up on Locked on Kraken. But for this week, I'm going to remind you, hold fast and stay true. This is when we have to take the depths and that membership seriously. Holding fast, staying true to the Seattle Kraken. Let's go Kraken. Get a win, baby.